Alrighty, holy dooly kids, it is April 2021. I think the last time I did a podcast was January of 2019. It was my health quest before I had weight loss surgery. So a lot has changed with me, the world, with COVID, and things have changed. And I was not called to do podcasts for a long time because I felt like I poured my heart and soul into stuff and people would always come with questions and demand more of me and basically take a lot from me without an exchange of energy. Whether it be money, whether it be acknowledging my time, talents and effort, but it's just, I got really resentful of the fact people had a lot of access to me and expected a lot out of me. So things have changed and... I feel ready to come back to podcasting because I have dealt with the resentment that I had connected to people taking a lot, but it's also, I let them take. So it's a teach what you tolerate kind of thing. And I've strengthened my boundaries and I will give with love and kindness, but it's also at a point of, I have boundaries around how much I'm willing to give to you, especially for free, because this is what I do for a business. This is my livelihood. This is my living. So just to preface that of why it has taken so long to come back to podcasting. Um, I will preface this as well that I like to swear. I'm not going to sugarcoat shit for anyone. If you have this in the car while your children are in the car, unless you want them to get a education on new swear words, prop's not the best person to put on speakerphone, just quietly. So you are aware, you know what's happening. And in no way, shape or form do you feel like you're being ambushed with the fact that I am very colourful in my use of the English language. Okie dokie, out of Turkey. I'm also recording this on my phone with no earphones. So, and I am driving. So if the sound is shit, I apologise immensely because I'm currently chilling in Friday afternoon traffic heading to a psychic party. Yes, it's like Tupperware and I'm the Tupperware. It's the only way I can describe it so women understand exactly what a psychic party is. And I've got an hour and a half to kill. So I thought, talk to the people. So here we are, talking to the people. Um, There's a few key things that came up in my meditation today that they wanted me to talk to you about because I did have a block around doing podcasts because I just feel like for an hour I monologue, which is pretty much a podcast. So get used to it. Um, so I've made peace with that and I am willing to share my voice and the things that I am passionate about and the things I'm connected and called to and what I've been told to talk about because I do believe that it is a connection to the creator of all that is, source, God, whatever you want to pray to and divine guidance. And divine guidance doesn't let me down. There's times where I, I question it. I ask, really? Are you sure? And everyone thinks I just have blind faith, but no, 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 no. Still a human on a human journey, experiencing my humanness to full effect. So the word that came up for me in meditation today was vulnerability. One thing, I am a Capricorn moon and I have a lot of Scorpio in my chart and I am deeply controlled in my emotions deeply controlled. I also grew up with a father that if you cry, it's weakness. And I was not weak. So I learned to harness and control my emotions. And part of my healing journey and unpacking is learning to engage emotions and feel them when they come up 
or in my case, schedule a breakdown in when I have time to unpack said emotions. So the passing of my dog last year in March was hands down the biggest heart chakra opener I've ever experienced in my life. And it ripped me wide open to feel and to feel shit that's not super enjoyable. But I'm a very quiet processor. I like to process alone in the shower, in the darkness with no one else in the house. I'm pretty particular about it. I think my partner's seen me cry a few times, but there is still a level of control around what I will dump on him because my shit is heavy and I'm very mindful of who I dump it on, which I have since learned is not the case for other people. Um, So speaking of vulnerability, I was just in an emotional hole and the last couple of weeks have been really, really rough and quite taxing on me. And I do have Chiron, I think in the 10th or 11th house, I don't know, the one that's like you're known for this particular planet, trait, house, whatever. Mine's Chiron, the wounded healer. So when I was sitting there unpacking some of this stuff, I heard you need to share it. This is connected to the acknowledgement of who you are. And so I sat with, I prefaced this, this is going to be talking about being touched, not in great detail, but a general story of it. If you are uncomfortable with that, I strongly recommend you stop. Um, If this triggers you, please stop. Um, I was touched inappropriately as a kid. I won't go into details because no one needs to know that. And the last piece of my healing journey, because I felt like at 95% of it healed it, was to have a conversation with my father and let him know. And it's not necessarily a, this happened to me. It's a, this happened to me. I think you need to know so you understand me more. Because I had a brilliant childhood. We grew up extremely wealthy. And I was the only kid in my primary school, well, our family that went to Disneyland, Disney World. Like I was a very spoiled child. You name it, I had it. And I was very, very blessed in that attitude. And I think when my family look at my healing journey, they don't understand it because of the childhood experiences they had and whatever was connected to it, which was not my experience. So I shared my experience so that my father could understand why I was a certain way and have empathy and kindness and understanding and not a fuck you connected to it of you shouldn't complain you had a great childhood I did minus this part of it so I had to deliver it with love and kindness and I also didn't want him to blame himself in any way shape or form because I don't blame him and I have completely forgiven the person who did it to me, who has passed over. And if you know anything about spiritual and energetic healing, this is a man who had like three heart transplants. So imagine how broken his heart chakra was that I have, I wouldn't say empathy, but understanding of how broken this man is to do what he did to me. So I've gotten to a point of complete understanding and almost pity, empathy, kindness to him and understanding of wow, you're a broken human to do that to someone. I don't hate him. I'm in complete forgiveness of him. And it's also a massive part of my story to know that you can get to that point. And I remember someone saying to me, God, five, ten years ago, that forgiveness is the key to everything. I'm like, fuck you. I've never forgiven anyone like that. And I would hold it like it was a weapon. 
and it is very scorpionic of me and it is very like I'll jab you before you get me kind of attitude and then in the process of this experience it has given me the greatest compassion kindness and understanding for other people and I forgive him it's like would I let him do it to me knowingly fuck no I wouldn't but it's also to a point of that has changed who I am and the person who stands in front of you willing to help other people and stand beside them in their darkness was created because of that event so I wouldn't be doing what I do now without that shit happening to me so at a point of gratitude for that event because when someone comes to me with their darkness I can sit beside them and go I know how that feels and that's fucked now let's unpack it and get to a point that you're in in a place of peace and contentment that you don't have the stages of grief you don't have the anger you don't have the resentment and the fuck you connected to this experience because there is a lot of people who aren't even close to that and when I spoke about and shared my very tearful experience which I have close friends that have never seen me cry so it was very confronting for a lot of people because I'm the person that has my shit together I am in so much control that people I love did not cope seeing me that way and to the point people closest around me didn't acknowledge it did not acknowledge it and the people I thought would acknowledge it didn't didn't acknowledge it not even a love heart like on Instagram saw it did not acknowledge it and it was the people who I wouldn't say I least expected it was the people who have been through some form of trauma that held space for mine so it was an interesting scenario on when shit's bad who will be there but it's also an interesting scenario on if you see someone emotionally crying upset hurting not okay expressing something that's pretty fucking heavy and dark a lot of people and i'm talking 51 people took that as their opportunity to tell me their stories of molestation and abuse that was not the right time all they needed to say was i've been through something similar i know where you are i i'm supporting you whatever that's that's the conversation that needed to happen I got paragraphs upon paragraphs of people going into detail about their situation and it was not the time and I'm very selective of how and what I dump and the thing is people don't know details I just said this was the conversation I had with my dad and I'm just built processing the guilt and trauma of dumping that shit on my dad and it wasn't details about the event I prefaced it twice with two trigger warnings and I then spoke about the guilt I felt of putting some of that trauma on my dad because I know it's heavy. And I had 51 people dump their shit on me. Dump their shit on me. And it was a lot. Like, it was a lot. So there was a lot of people I didn't acknowledge or couldn't go there because I was not okay to go there. Because I was processing my shit. I don't have the capacity to hold space for your shit while I'm balls deep in my own. And usually I'm pretty good at putting my shit aside and holding space for other people, but that was not the opportunity to do it to me. And I'm not having a go at anyone. I'm just prefacing it with a, if you see someone who is not okay, there are ways in which to hold space for them to understand if they are okay. 
and going into graphic detail of your story is not it. Sorry, there was someone in my blind spot and I totally, I checked guys, we're safe here just so you know what the noise is about. Um, so it did reveal a lot of interesting things to me. There were people who bonded with me in our shared trauma and they understood. There were people who look at me and go, how are you okay with this? And I'm like, I'm deeply okay with it, but I've also healed for 10 years and shown up for 10 years and did three years of meditation school, singing bowls, healing with crystals. You name it, I've fucking done it. And it's also to a point of you have access to the same tools I have access to. And a lot of them put their healing in other people's hands of, I'm going to go see my psychiatrist, I'm going to do da-da-da-da-da. Like... Stop putting your shit in other people's hands. Like, when I'm a healer and someone comes to me ready to heal, I will do exactly the same scenario of healing movements, triggers, whatever, as someone else who comes to me. It's the person who shows up for whether or not they are ready to heal that is the key point of difference. It comes down to the person. It's not the psychiatrist. It's not the healer. It's not the Reiki master. It's not anyone else's thing. It's the person who shows up with willingness to heal themselves because I've had people show up for readings and healings and cross their arms and won't give me shit and I'm like why are you here if you're not going to participate energetically whereas I've had people go do whatever you want I'm ready to let this shit go and have profound healing and they're like thank you for my healing I'm like I didn't do this you did this I held space for your healing so completely off track but back on point is There are so many people who put their healing in other people's hands that there needs to be some accountability and some acknowledgement of the fact of you can heal yourself. I know this because I've fucking done it. So it's at a point of the people that, yes, I'm all for a support system and I'm not saying to not have a support system, but I'm I'm saying you will show up as much as you are physically ready to heal with this support system if you're ready capable and able you will show up 100% fully to let it go which is what I did which is why with hand on heart absolute true core to my soul I feel like I have let this go this was the final piece of the puzzle for me which was acknowledging to my dad a man that worked for him and lived with us inappropriately touched me and to cushion it with love and kindness so that this didn't become a wound and trauma for my father so there's a way in which to do it and people use this sort of stuff as weapons and it's not something that should be a weapon of you should have protected me you should have done this where's my issue with that there's so many layers that need to be unpacked regardless of how bad you have been i wouldn't even say touch how bad your trauma is that is entirely up to you to process there are so many tools you can use that are free and available to you that do not cost money you just got to want to reach for them you have access to google the most profound information that we currently have up to date in the entire history of mankind is access at your fingertips you can google fucking anything and if you want to heal you have a skill set and tools that you can heal And I have so many people go, oh, I can't afford it. I think that's a cop out. I really fucking do. Because during my healing, 
money was not fucking flowing for me. It was time for me to sit with my wounds, sit with my bullshit, sit with my shit and unpack it. You have access to some of the greatest tools known to mankind and they are free. If you want support, sure, book in with the healer. If you want support and accountability, book in with the clinical psychologist. Go to whoever the fuck works for you. One of the greatest people in my support system is my chiropractor because he gets me into energetic alignment. My nerves are in alignment. My, it literally opens my chakras. I will see him every three weeks because I know it is good for my mental health. Again, I saw him yesterday. So there's people you can use and people who will facilitate in your healing journey, 100%, pay them their worth. But it doesn't need to cost $5,000 in a healing retreat with some messiah somewhere. It's entirely up to you how you do it, but the access to information is everywhere. And if you just start doing a meditation for 30 days, learning how to ground and dump your energy, it will dramatically shift shit for you. You just got to want to change. It's the same thing with weight loss. And I'm not sitting here saying I'm fucking perfect. I had weight loss surgery. Like I'm literally... I think a lot of my weight was deeply connected to this event because with weight, you put a barrier between you and a potential threat. Mine was to gain weight to put it between me and a potential threat and also to make myself unattractive to the opposite sex so I wouldn't be violated. There's so many layers of that. I'll go into that another time. I just don't have time to unpack that today. I do, I just don't fucking want to. Um, But there is so much connected to that as well. But you have access to the greatest healing of all time and it is free at your fingertips if you want to pay for it awesome pay for it have that one-on-one healing have that one-on-one with yoga but there are videos how to do shit on youtube there are so many podcasts where people give you help and healing for free there is so much shit online on instagram alone where there's sound healings from professional sound healers that charge thousands of dollars that they're willing to give you access to one And if you value them and you are grateful for their healing in a point when you have access to money, you send them a gift of thanks. You acknowledge their time and talent and the fact they've given this to you for free. And I've recently had a bunch of people start doing it to me and it's very kind and it's the reason why I feel the ability to share now. Out of nowhere, I will get someone asked for my PayPal because we don't have Vimo or Cash App in Australia and want to send me some money to say thank you for the free stuff I give them on Instagram. They always find it educational. Same with podcasts. If you've had a profound, pivotal experience with someone's podcast, book, online seminar, fucking whatever, acknowledge it and give an energy exchange, whether it be money, whether it be skills, whether it be a gift, give an energy exchange and have gratitude for the people who have helped you, whether they are aware of it or not. So, and since having that experience, I feel profoundly different in how I share because I feel like people are grateful for it. It's like I could share till the cows come home and be on the bones of my ass, broke as fuck, and then people just keep going, give me more, give me more. And there's a point that you just got to go, I can't keep giving for nothing. So if you have had an experience that has changed you in such a positive way, acknowledge the person who gave it to you. And if they won't accept money, do something in exchange for that. Give an energy exchange. Don't be an energy taker. 
I know this has gone a bit rampage and soapboxy and I apologize for that but it's also to a point of acknowledge the people that got you where you are and whether it's a recording or not they still put their time energy and effort into that recording pay them in energy because they've given something to you have the cycle of energy come back and with that also it's the same as like if there's someone that you feel their book has been amazing their podcast has been amazing there's been something in you that's ignited you given energy exchange and for some people when they can't financially give an energy exchange a review or something sharing their product sharing their thing sharing it to someone who can pay for one that's how you love and honor the healers and the mystics and the creators that are out here doing spiritual soldier shit in what is one of the greatest awakenings of all time energetically look after them because they're front rowing some of the most intense shit known to mankind just have some empathy kindness and understanding for what the healers and the psychics and the mystics are sitting through right now because there's so many people awakening so many i get daily messages going i've got this this and this what do i do what crystal da 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 to the point it's really overwhelming because i've been in this camp for almost a decade so people are asking me questions they're going do i do this how do i do this how do i help myself what do i do this i'm getting really bad anxiety i'm feeling overwhelmed i hope we don't have to homeschool again i'm not okay that's the messages i get on a daily basis so this is a segue i am going to acknowledge something you do not have to purchase it i'm acknowledging it so i have courses for people who are awakening there is the aware awakening which is very very basic very entry level we go through the basics of crystals how they work um how to energetically shield protect yada 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 very very basic very entry level if you've had no spiritual experience that is the course for you then the next course we have is psychic school level one this one goes through numerology cards crystals chakras auras we go into a little bit of um, medical mediumship we go through tea leaf reading coffee cup reading it is a basic level of intuition but it teaches you a skill set so you can figure out where your genius lies because we all have different geniuses and you can't one size did not fit all in this realm so it's kind of finding out where your skill set is if it's mediumship and talking to people from the other side we hone nurture and love that there is um, level two which is just based on mediumship i also have mentoring where i do one-on-ones with people so it is an opportunity that if you are awakening i have options for you if not there is so much shit on my instagram go through the stories that are there there is so much stories and just me answering some of the psychic questions that do come in does give you a lot of clarity and understanding at the moment i have been given divine guidance to shut down readings which is what i have done i am going to be opening up healings because i feel like that's what the collective consciousness needs but i had to take a couple of weeks to work on my shit to be in alignment to serve you so that will be happening in the next two weeks i'm just getting through the backlog of people i had to reshuffle reschedule their readings and stuff because i was not okay and i have deep 
gratitude and empathy for the people who allowed me to do that. Because without them, shit would have been bleak. So with the deepest of gratitude. Thank you, my people. Um, And from that, I will be doing healings. It is a worldwide thing. If you think of someone and they call, it's just energy. So it's teaching along the energy. It is accessing the energy. Uh, That little beep is just me going over the Gateway Bridge. It's a great time here in Bris Vegas. Um, Safety first, kids. But with it also, it does give you opportunity to develop your skill set to understand what an awakening is and sometimes it's pretty fucking scary mine was horrible if you've ever read my website it was just a lot it was like someone flicked on a light switch and boom i can see dead people whereas other people kind of sort of know have a gut feel they're just kind of working with it want to develop it more or things have started they start seeing stuff all that kind of stuff so it's more we cater to everyone it's entirely up to you if you'll know if you feel called I'm not going to convince you in any way shape or form you'll know in your gut you will know um, so that's this the offerings that I do have in place um, I promise to do more podcasts this one was a bit raging and rampagey but you know it's our role um, I will do more and share my opinion and experience on things but this year has been a very intense healing year for I think everybody I think COVID showed your worst fears and if you sit with what your worst fear was is it does make the experience I wouldn't say intense but if you show up for the lesson it's been amazing I've watched people who mothers lived on the other side of the planet and they died and they couldn't go to their funeral like I saw some pretty hefty shit come firsthand Um, my dad had a stroke I lost my best mate being my fur dog who was a very pivotal part of my business so it's more I've watched people lose an obscene amount of money too so it's kind of like where's your greatest fear how does it show up and if you sit with the greatest fear you can acknowledge it and transcend what is a pretty intense experience and observe it rather than get involved in it so this is my ramblings to you my people i hope this finds you well and go forth and heal may the force be with you